podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So I'm with Welsh boxer Gavin Gwynn, aka the Merthyr Mexican. Uh, he was the current British lightweight champion and former yeah. Commonwealth champ. So yeah, many thanks for your time this evening, Gav. No problem at all, but pleasure speaking to you. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So um, yeah, first question, um, how's life at the moment for you? Um, really good, but obviously flat out in training camp at the moment. So uh, life's a bit hectic. Uh, got, a, got a little five-year-old who keeps me on the go. Um, Mrs. Mm. has just started a new job, so she's really busy. I'm really busy. Um, yeah, life's life's good at the moment, but yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, um, where are you training at the moment? Is it is it in Merthyr? No, I'm training down in uh, St Joseph's Newport, um, Tony Borg's gym. Yeah, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then um, just going back. Yeah, obviously we'll we'll get into more of your career. Um, but yeah, yeah. just going back to the beginning. You know, how how was life going up for you in in Merthyr? Um. So I'm from Chiarish. Uh, originally, there's a birthday right. Um So, like, it was really good, but um, I had a brilliant childhood. Like, I grew up in uh, uh, Windsor Place in Chiaris. Um, I had a brilliant childhood. Uh, obviously, um, little small street. We had a, a group of lo- loads of uh, youngsters in the street. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it was really good, to be honest with you. But, yeah. Yeah. Were you always into boxing from, from young? Um, yeah, it was it was a boxing gym in Chiaris. Um It was it was always called Chilewis ABC because it started off in Chilewis, but it ended the gym ended up in Chiaris because it was um, didn't have no places uh, yeah. in Chilewis at the time. Um, so I was always in and out of the uh, out of the gym. Um, yeah. Day. Um, but like like any other youngster, I was always playing football, playing rugby. I was doing doing everything, fishing, um, yeah. playing golf. Uh, I think I I think I done every sport in the book when I was a youngster. So yeah, yeah. Ah uh, right. What about yeah. sort of school then? How how did you find you know? Did you enjoy school or? Um no no not really no. no no. So I got I got chucked out of school when I was fourteen. Um, mm. Not to just being naughty, it was probably down to the fact that I didn't want to be there. I was more of a hands-on person. More hands-on, yeah. Yeah, so I went yeah. to work. Um, I worked in a motorbike shop. I had an apprenticeship in a motorbike shop when I was mm. 15. Um, all through the school, this was it was all like legit and everything. Um, they sorted yeah. it out. Um, I did my GCSEs a year early. Obviously, I told them straight up that I didn't want to be in school and everything else. Yeah. And, um, so they sorted all that out. Um, I made sure I had an apprenticeship in a motorbike shop, uh, GP Motors, the place was in uh, mm. Sardis Road. Um, mm. And mm. I just, I, I've always been like a hard grafter, hard worker sort of sort of person. Um, I'd done that mm. for a year um, and then didn't really like it. Um, mm. So I went with this builder in Chiaris. I started started um, working with him then um, for about a year and a half. And I've I've always been good like on on the tools and things like that. So um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I done that for like a number of years. Um, 
and then um, my father offered me a job and um, I was with him ever since then and um, it, it, the last five years I was in partners with um, my father and my uncle so we had a little business going um, uh, my father and my uncle and me um, and I choose to give that all up to pursue my career in boxing two years ago yeah so Ah, so up until two years ago then you were working still working full time i was working full time until two years oh. ago yeah um, my god obviously i was having the odd day off here and there for sparring and things like that but um more or less i was full time yeah god so um so when did you um like get into boxing then was it um as a teenager then is that how you got into boxing yeah, i was about 12 13 probably um yeah would you say that, like, being from, you know, like, was Howard Winston, Johnny Owen, were they sort of inspirational to you? Did you watch, um, like, them growing up on the, on the no, tapes really. and stuff? Um, not really, no. Um, no. So, I, was, I didn't really watch much TV as a youngster, obviously. Uh, we mm. was always out on the street and everything else. We never watched uh, TV. I'm 32 now, like, so this is going mm. back a few years. Uh, went back when I was a youngster, we never... We were never in watching TV unless um, we were having no dinner or whatever else sort of thing. But um, yeah, like um, my father would always have the boxing on there if it was on the weekend or anything like that. So I'd always go. I I'd been I'd grown up with like uh, the likes of uh, Joe Kazaki and yeah. then sort of, uh, Prince Naz Prince Nazim, um, mm-hmm. then sort of fighters. Um, mm. But. Um, I really got like into boxing fully when I was about 18, 19, um, started training Tybee, yeah. What was the, like, the motivation for it? Was it sort of like just to sort of toughen up or did you just love the discipline behind it or combination of, you know, those things? Um, I don't know really. It was just like, um, I just like sort of liked it. You get this, when you went to the boxing gym, you either like it you either love it or you hate this sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. It's one of them things in a boxing gym. And um, mm-hmm. uh, I walked in and it was the, some people hate the smell of the boxing gyms, but mm-hmm. I, it's, 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 it's not a nice smell. But um, mm-hmm. I, I, I sort of like this sort of thing. And um, I like the training aspect. And um, I always like the sparring. And I'm always like the first... First, with one with a hand up for sparring and things like that. I always like the physical yeah. aspect side of it. Like, so did you um like progress quite quite quickly then? Because I, I I think that um like you started pro. Is it like you were t- when you were twenty six? Or did you have a lot of amateur fights prior to yeah, so, you know turning pro? So, no, not really. Um, no. I had my first senior fight when I was twenty, um, right. and then uh, I lost my first fight. Um, in the in the novice finals, um, I lost there, but I thought I won it. Um, and then I went on a bit of a win streak, and I think I won 16, 16 in a row. Um, and then I come, to, I went entered entered the Welsh Open Championships. I got to the semi-finals and boxed um, Zach Davis, who was a a really good amateur boxer G, uh, team GB. Um, had a really good fight with Zach. A fight that thought I won, um, uh, but Zach took the took the decision, and um, after that I ended up. Um, they 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 rung my coach and asked me for sparring down Welsh squad, 
Um, and then I ended up going down uh, the Welsh squad and I trained with them for the Commonwealth Games, helped them, helped them with sparring and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And then ended up boxing for Wales for the next four, to, well, four, I think it was about four years, four and a half years. Mm. Just before I turned pro, it was, yeah. So I had a, I had about, I on 50, I think it was about 55, 50, 57 amateur fights, but most, most of them were um, like open class and international fights. Like. Right, I see. And yeah, then yeah. with your nickname, the Mirth of Mexico, did that come from the amateur days or, you know, how did you no. get it? No. no. Right. <laughs> like people say I box like a Mexican and things like that. Um, yeah. So it's one of, them, one of them things, but the, the way it comes from, um, I went on a training camp to LA with uh, Lee Selby um, and mm. we were in the Mexican gym and um, I can remember sparring this boy and we had it, it was like a war. Um, <laughs> we had stuff in it. We, had, we were hitting lumps out each other and I just didn't stop going acting. And, uh, right. After, after the after the spa, the, the, the guy, um, I can't remember his name though, he said, oh, where, where are you from? But like normal people say Wales or whatever. I was just like, oh, Bertha. <laughs> <laughs> As you do, and he, and he just said, oh, the Bertha Mexican. And uh, yeah. it's, just like, it's just like stuff from him. Like, so all the boys were calling me, calling me when when we were out there and then this, it's come back with me sort of thing. And uh, it's probably to do with the way I fight as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've got all that all action, yeah. You're an all yeah, action all fighter, action. yeah. Hmm. Don't take more shit, just just want to give help to Lever for 12 rounds. Though. Yeah. Do you think that guy knew about the, the Johnny Owen fight? Because he obviously fought a Mexican guy, didn't he? Where he tragically, you know, he, he, he sort of lost his life. Do you think that he, yeah, Lupi, he knew Lupi, about Lupi that fight? Yeah. Um, no, probably, probably not. Probably uh, not, no. Oh, no, that's a few years ago now. Uh, but no, I, I I wouldn't say so. And he was a he was a, uh, a well, say he was a he was a Mexican himself, but he was living in he was living in LA, so he probably right. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And then going to your first pro fight, uh, Gav, how how did you feel? Were you really nervous or excited or sort um, of? Uh, hmm. it, it was a lot of it was a lot of nerves because. Um, I boxed in with the leisure centre for my pro, pro debut. So, um, mm. Di, Di Dutters, um was the headline uh, headline act, and um, mm. I I showed a lot of tickets. So I didn't wanna I didn't wanna like uh, let everyone down, sort of thing, and perform shit. And um, yeah, I uh, the first round I hit him with a good shot, and he just ran from me for the next like three rounds. Uh, mm. So I was chasing him, just chasing him, trying to catch him. And um, I learned a lot from that, right? Because obviously uh, these journeymen, they, they come and try to survive. And if you hit them with a good yeah. shot, they, 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 they know then if, if, they, if you catch them good, you're going to stop them. So mm. um, you're better off just getting the rounds in and looking good and just tip-tapping them and, and just working on things in there and not, not trying too hard to impress. and. Uh, Go about your work, um, sort of like like a sparring session, but with with the crowd there, sort of thing. You know yeah. I mean? So I mean, yeah. so it's all every fight is a a, a learning 
learning curve, yeah. Everyone's different, and everyone like sometimes you have crap training or something. Something happens in training, and um, hmm. you can't you can't help it. And it might affect your performance. So um, yeah, it's, it's just every every fight is a learning fight sort of thing. So like don't try not to put too much pressure on your on your own self. Where I I do a lot of times. I like. I want to perform to my best ability all the time, and uh, sometimes, mm. like my last fight, I I box shit if I'm if I'm quite honest. And um, after, straight after the fight, I was like to Tony, I I said, "Oh shit, was I there then?" Like, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm quite critical of myself in that in that aspect, but yeah, um, I've learned mm. to I've learned to deal with with that now, and um, like going. Back to my first fight, if if I probably had the same head that I got on me now, I probably would have boxed a lot better, sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah. obviously a lot of a lot of pressure on your shoulders. First turn in pro in front of your mm. hometown, you want to home fans, you wanna, yeah, you know. So yeah, oh yeah, I totally understand. And then yeah. what I find quite like fascinating, really, is how how you make lightweight because you're, you're six foot. Yeah. Um, yeah. and obviously lightweight is. 61.2 kilos, 9.6 stone, 135 pound. Like, how how do you make weight? This it's like it's incredible. Um, <laughs> so, being so tall, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm like quite big as well. Like, like most most of the 10 stone fighters, I'm, I'm bigger than most of them. But I find a lot of these fighters, um, they're not really dedicated when it comes to their, their diet, and I'm I'm like spot on dedicated my dad. Like the first mm. time I was making nine stone nine, I was killing myself to make it. But um the more I done it, the the easier it's got for me. Like now, um four weeks out the other day, I was only I was four kilos over. I could have made it on the weekend if I really wanted to. Um, you're not struggling then to, to, to make the weight. You don't you don't struggle no, to make the weight. No, no, not struggling to, not struggling to make the weight. Like I like mm. I said to my manager, if a, if a big fight comes up like um, super featherweight, I'll take it because I could probably make that weight. Like that would be going down in weight, then, wouldn't it? Yeah, you... I got yeah, yeah. go down in weight. Yeah, yeah. You could you think you could even make the super featherweight limit? Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, I, I, I don't know how I perform up there because I've never I've never boxed up that weight. So um, yeah, but. If it's a massive fight and a massive mon- money opportunity for me, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn it down. Super yeah. Fair. No. Well, this it's quite funny. Moving on to like the next um, question, um, it's in your twelfth fight when you when you fought uh, Joe Codina for the the British and Commonwealth titles. That fight was at lightweight, wasn't it? That that yeah. fight. Um, um, yeah, Joe's Joe's gone down to super feather. He's gone um, down, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got the super feather. Um, yeah, but it was a good fight. Um, losing by losing by five points in the end, but um, it was a really good fight. Really good fight for the for the Welsh boxing fans. And um, yeah, it was a, that was another like learning fight for myself. Really good learning yeah. fight. I thought, yeah, it was for the British and the Commonwealth titles, wasn't it? The yeah, um, yeah. The, the fight for the, both, for the both titles, which. Obviously, yeah. um, I went and picked up the both titles later on down in my career, like so. But yeah. that was a great learning fight, and on a on a massive card on the Lomachenko and 
Luke Campbell undercard. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was it, it was a great experience. I can remember all the press, the build up, and and everything else. It was uh, it was class. Yeah, to be fair. So how you know you said it you, uh, that you usually kind of like um, self critical. So how how did you take that first loss? Was it difficult to get over, or did you sort of like brush yourself off and you know sort of yeah, did you get over thought, it quite quickly? Like, I can remember straight after. Um, after the fight, um, the I, I come out to the ring, and um, I was I, I can remember walking back like uh, as you walk to the ring, you obviously walk back that way to the changing rooms, and it just mm. hit me, and I just started crying, sort of thing, and I just thought mm. everything I put, and I've let myself down, sort of thing. I took it quite harshly. Um, I didn't mm. probably. I didn't probably come out of the house for a couple of days, um, so I took my myself away. Then I took myself to, um, I took myself to Tenby for a, a long weekend with the family. Mm. Um, we rented some campers actually, and we just spent the weekend in Tenby. Um, just switched off from boxing completely. Yeah, then. just switched off and just just like when obviously when I'm in camp and I just like uh, that's all I think about. Is yeah. boxing. I don't think about anything else. I don't think about. I'm lucky. I got a, a good wife who uh, supports me in that way. Um, mm, mm. And obviously, my my boys starting to understand a bit more now. So, yeah. um, family time and things like that. When I when I camp, they know if I got to go and do train or whatever else that comes first, and everything yeah. else comes comes second. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's just it was just one of the things that I had to get away from, get away from everyone. I didn't want to see anyone, but everyone was just like, um, "What a performance!" Supportive, were they? Yeah, what what a performance! Um, and and proud of me, really, more than anything. When I come back, mm. it was sort of because um, they thought I was probably going to get stopped, sort of thing, and it was going to be a whitewash. Mm. But only mm. in the end, they only lost by like three points and. I know five points, and obviously, Joe. Within a couple more fights, Joe's gone on and won a world title. So that just goes to show the the pedigree I'm I'm at. Like, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things yeah. that with time, it's like the longer it's gone on, it actually looks better. If that makes sense, you know, because yeah. of what Joe's gone on to do and the talent he is himself, you know. So that shows where where you were at as well, yeah. the level you were at. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It just shows the the pedigree of that. Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. 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 Do you think then down the line you, you said that you'd you know you'd consider going down to super featherweight? So like, you know, maybe if if Joe wins the super featherweight title, is that something that you you know that you would consider to have a rematch? Uh, no, 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 not really. Because um, no. we've we've like grown like sort of a friendship. Like we knew each other. Through boxing and through squad, anyway. So we were like pals and friends, anyway. So we were we knew each other in that way. And obviously, in this camp, I've gone up and I've stayed with him. Um, he sorted something yeah. out for me and everything mm. else. But I don't think that would ever happen. I would materialize. You've got you've built you two kind of yeah. You've got that good yeah. friendship, that good rapport between. Between yourselves. Yeah, the both of us like we had lumps out each other for twelve rounds, and you. It, it's mad, like uh, the the kind of respect you have for each other after doing that, because you yeah you know a person more than anyone else after being in the ring with them for twelve rounds, sort of thing. You 
it's, it's, it's kind of respect more than anything. Yeah, that reminds me of, um, I think, I remember when Joe, Joe Kozaghi fought Richie Woodall and then, like, after the fight, they, they were went out for a meal together, you know, and they were best, yeah. best pals then. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Like, I, um, it's, I don't know what it is. It's just that thing in boxing is like a gentleman's sport, isn't it? Yeah. And, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I've never boxed myself, but I, I can imagine, that, you know, yeah, you, you gain so much respect for each other, then you just want to, yeah, you know, you've left everything in the ring, I, I suppose, isn't it? and you just kind of gain yeah. a newfound respect for each other. Yeah, 100%. Like, you get the odd dickhead um, that don't really respect you, but other than that, um, 99% of boxers are respectful after the fight, so... Yeah, um, and they and they're all they're all genuine people, like so. Mm. Yeah, yeah, great. So then, um, after that, um, your first defeat, you went on to win the the British and the Commonwealth light lightweight titles. One fight in particular that I liked yeah. was the Sean. Is it McComb? McComb. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, but, um, McComb. Yeah, yeah. McComb. Sean McComb. So, um, yeah, yeah, um. Would you say that was your toughest fight uh, to date so far, or no, no? So my no. toughest was probably um, before that. Uh, I right. went and bought uh, James Tennyson in lockdown. Uh, uh, yeah. I can remember um, the first lockdown. So um, I wasn't even training. I was doing bits and bobs in the house. I had to stay home at the time. Uh, mm. My missus was working for the NHS, so obviously she was working. And uh, I was looking after my boy, so I didn't really go to work for the, say, nine months, was it? Nine months mm. to a year, so I was just in the house. Um, and I got into a bit of a rut. I was drinking beer every day. I was eating shit. Um, mm. You know, mm. like, um, things, it, it, boxing and life got taken away from us, didn't they, sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And... Um, I got offered a fight and I was like, well, I'm gonna have to take it. It was it was money at the end of the day, and I got I could provide for my family and put food on the table, so I, yeah. I couldn't really not accept it. Um, right. So I took the fight, um, and probably one of the worst camp, camps of my life. But taking nothing away from James Tennyson, he's a he was a monster in there. Um, probably the hardest hitting person I've ever been in with. Every shot he was hitting me, he was shaking me to my boots. Like, um, yeah, so that was probably the hardest fight. Um, Sean McComb was probably one of my easiest fights, um, if I'm quite honest. Yeah, it was, yeah, he didn't, he didn't punch hard. Um, didn't, didn't surprise me with anything he was gonna do. I knew it. Everything he'd done, I knew he was gonna do. Um, and. Yeah, and I think that showed in the fight as well. I was I was taking shots and I was laughing at him uh, and mm. goading him on sort of thing. And when he knew he couldn't hurt me and I was hurting him, I think that's why he turned his back on me. He thought, I'm just going to keep pummeling at him until he quits. Right. And he did in the end. He ended up quitting. Like. And I think as well, uh, Gav, this is only loss as well on his records. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is to he, you. Yeah. Uh, he was a... Uh, very good amateur. I think he was world world champion amateur. Yeah, I think he won. Um, he was a, in Baku in 2015. He won a bronze. 
yeah, yeah. I, I, he's Irish, isn't he? Yeah, so you know, he's a yeah, he did well as an amateur. Yeah, well. he says to win a, a medal in the Worlds in amateurs is better than the Olympics. It's harder to win a, a medal in the Worlds than it is the Olympics. So, yeah, yeah. And with the, the James Tennyson, I think he, he retired then in 2021. Is that right? So, yeah, he... I, I, I think that was due to um, medical reasons. Um, right. Me and and James still speak to this day on like Instagram and social media and that. He's a yeah. he's he's a gentleman. Um even mm. when I, I went on my stag do um I went on my stag do to Ireland and he said, Oh, if he was a bit closer, I'd come over and have a pint for you all like but um yeah, yeah. he's a really guy he is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's only only two losses then you you've had, which is you know, to, to two good opponents. Well, very, yeah. very good yeah. opponents. Yeah, like obviously James yeah. um Fought for a world title two fights after me, and I think Joe was four fights after me, my two losses. Like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, where do you think Gav you would be now if you weren't the pro boxer? Network.